You're listening to episode 173 of the Tennis Files podcast on how to find the right grips for your game. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Welcome to the Tennis Files Podcast, bringing you advice from the top minds in tennis to help you improve your game. And now, here's your host, Mirban Iranshad. Hey everybody, this is Mirban Iranshad, obviously the host of the Tennis Files Podcast. I'm back with another episode for you, and this one is going to be a solo episode about how to find the right grips for your tennis game. And I hope you've all been doing well, and it's getting to uh, pretty much a freezing temperature at this point where I am in Maryland, and I went outside in the morning to exercise, and it was like 34 or so. And yeah, you know, I layered up. I probably had four layers on on top and three layers on the bottom, and that worked out for me. So I definitely don't want to miss any sort of workouts that I can do outside even though it's cold, you know, there's, that's no excuse. I find it's a great way to build up your mental fortitude when you face uh, tough conditions like that, especially when you have a lot of clothes on, it's fine. But all things aside, as far as temperature and all that, I thought lately about some different topics to present to you on the podcast. And one thing that I have actually kind of struggled with at times in my career is having the right grips for certain shots. And we'll talk more about the proper grips for for these different shots in the game. But, you know, having the right grip for the type of shots that you want to produce is really, really important. And for uh, for certain strokes, if you use the wrong grip, you're going to severely limit your potential and effectiveness on those shots. So I thought that this would be a helpful episode for you uh, where I would explain the different types of grips and how to get there and what players also use certain types of grips, which uh, might be interesting for you to note. Um, Obviously, I'm talking about players on the ATP and WTA tours and then what grips I use and my recommendations. So the importance of the grip is is huge because it's going to heavily influence the type of shots that you're going to be able to hit. It's going to influence the pace of the ball, it's going to influence the spin, uh, the depth, and it's going to affect also what types of balls you'll likely be more comfortable hitting, uh, mainly when we think about um, high versus low balls. And so the best method to figure out the different types of grips is I would turn your racket on its side so that one side of the frame is uh, laying on the ground, contact with the ground, and then the other side is obviously facing upwards. And then from there, you would just mark each bevel where the very top bevel, the top center would be one, and then bevel two would be to the right of that, and then bevel three is that larger area that's facing the right side. And of course, you know, you have to reverse this if you're a lefty. So um, bevel one would still be the very top, bevel two would be to the, to the left of bevel one, and then bevel three would be to the left of bevel two, and so on. And when we talk about these different bevels, I'm going to refer to them 
uh, in terms of where we where we place the base knuckle of our index finger. And so when we line that up with certain bevels, and that will equate to certain types of grips. So the first type of grip is the continental grip. And that's actually a grip where if I was teaching somebody from the very beginning of their start in, in tennis, I would teach that grip actually first. And the reason for that is because it's really the key grip for the serve and your volleys. And then on top of that, you can still use the continental grip for uh, your forehand and your backhand also, although you may want to kind of change those grips around as you get more advanced. So for the continental grip, the base knuckle of the index finger, of your index finger, would be on bevel number two. So whether that's your righty or lefty, uh, obviously it's just one bevel to the right of the very top center one if we have our racket facing vertical, uh, the frame on, on the floor. And so uh, the pros of the continental grip are that it's it's pretty good for low balls and it's a very versatile grip, as I mentioned. But there are some negatives. Uh, it is tougher to hit high balls. Uh, just switch to it and, and you know let me know how that goes for you with high balls. But it's I find that it's very difficult and the wrist is put in a very uh, kind of an awkward position, especially if you're trying to hit a one-handed backhand like a topspin one-handed backhand, of course, the slice is very different and you'd want the continental grip on your one-handed slice backhand. Um, but the continental grip, as we're going to talk about with, with the different players using the grip, it was a lot more used in the game, um, but now it is less so when we talk about uh, the forehand. But still, like I mentioned, serve and volleys, it's the key. So uh, with uh, with this grip... You know, again, I would I would learn this in the beginning of your your career so that you have a, a firm handle on the script. Because actually, with my serves and my volleys, it took me a while to actually transition to the continental grip because I was very heavily focused on ground strokes when I was a junior player, and so when I went to serve, I didn't quite have my my grip uh, on my serve and volleys also uh, aligned to the continental grip, and so. Um, with that difficulty, it took some time, and uh, you know my my uh, continental grip felt awkward for a while. And there's one tool that I really like, and that uh, guest Devor Dakaris mentioned. Coach Dakaris was on the podcast a couple episodes ago. I think it was uh, episode 171. And so you know, w- with uh, w- what he mentioned was the grip aid. And so I think that's from off court on court. And so I'll include a link to that grip aid. But with that, it's just kind of a a piece of Velcro and it has like a soft piece on it. That's like a mini pole, if you will. And then uh, it it helps align um, the spaces in between your fingers so that you can uh, lock in your grip on the continental. So if you have trouble learning grips, I would, I would get that grip aid. It's, it's pretty solid. Um, And you know, links are going to be on the show notes page at tennisfiles.com slash podcast and just click the podcast that you like or search for it. But moving on to the Eastern grip, with that one, your base knuckle of the index finger is going to be on bevel three. And so that's, uh, as I mentioned, kind of the more more surface area uh, is on that particular bevel uh, facing to the right or to the left if you're a lefty. And with that, you're you're going to get more power on uh, your strokes than the continental grip. And it's also good for low balls as well. 
Um, but on the flip side, it's it's still a little bit uh, tougher to hit high balls, but it's definitely much easier to hit high balls in the continental forehand. And this is a great grip. I mean, we're going to get into which players use what grips, but uh, the great and legendary Roger Federer uses the Eastern grip. You know, he certainly produces quite a bit of topspin when he wants. So this is a, a much more, I think, uh, optimal grip for players to use is the Eastern grip. And then if you want to go to uh, an even more modern forehand type of grip, we can go to the semi-Western grip. And there, the base knuckle of the index finger, again, moves one more to the right or one more to the left if you're a lefty to bevel number four. And with this grip, you're going to get excellent power. You're going to get excellent spin as well. Uh, this one is a lot better for high balls, uh, the semi-Western grip. And it's going to be a little bit tougher for you to hit low balls and wide balls. And I like the semi-Western grip. There's a lot of uh, more players that use it today. And you probably do want to uh, kind of experiment with that grip as well, especially if you're using a, an Eastern or a Continental grip. And then we move on to the Western grip, which is not a very easy grip to use. I have used this grip in the past, and we'll talk about my grip a little bit later, but uh, you can impart a lot of spin on the ball. And uh, the reason why is because this really facilitates uh, a, a vertical swing path uh, with your base knuckle on on bevel five, which is basically, you know, the, the bottom <laughs> of the, of the uh, handle there. But, um, you know, this one, max topspin production if you use the correct technique, but then it's going to be harder to hit through the ball. And so, of course, spin is really important, but so is depth. And I, I mean, you can try this out and, you know, a lot of players get excited when they see, you know, players play with heavy spin and they even think that Rafa has a Western grip, but he really doesn't quite have a Western grip, as we'll talk about later also. Um, so, you know, this is a great grip for clay court tennis. It's fantastic for handling high balls, high bouncing balls, which are common on the clay. But you're going to have a really tough time, I think, hitting low balls and hitting wide balls out of position also. And so some players that use these grips, and this is kind of a evolutionary uh, type of uh, path. And actually, you know what? Let me back up. There, You know, there is... It's very interesting to me because I, I don't use a one-hander except for my slice. But as I was reviewing, because I like to obviously research things, uh, even though I already know about them. Uh, but sometimes I don't, of course. And uh, it, it can be kind of confusing because all these grips that I mentioned are relative to uh, the forehand. But if you want to talk about an eastern backhand... That's interesting um, because the, the continental backhand, you know, it's the same continental grip, but the eastern backhand, you're actually going to have your index finger, your, your uh, sorry, the base knuckle of your index finger on bevel one. So remember, it's that, that top bevel in the center. And then you're going to line up your knuckles kind of in a straight line facing, facing forward if you were to, you know, line up your, uh, your grip. Uh, and then just have those knuckles forward, and then your so pretty much all of the knuckles would be on that that bevel number one area, and uh, you know that's confusing because obviously for the eastern forehand grip that is bevel number three, but for the one-handed backhand eastern grip, you're having that base knuckle 
along with the other knuckles on bevel number one. So I just wanted to point that out. So before I go into uh, the different players that, that use different types of grips, because uh, we're going to go through a lot on the forehand and some on the, the backhands as well. So for the forehand, it was interesting. You know, as I mentioned, many players used to use a continental grip. For example, John McEnroe. And again, this is for the forehand. And then Bjorn Borg was the first one who popularized the Eastern forehand grip in the 1970s. And from there, you see a lot of great players like Lindsey Davenport and Pete Sampras who uh, use the Eastern forehand grip. And I guess Pete probably still plays the senior store, so he's still using the Eastern forehand grip. And then you, this is a shift uh, marked or known by many where uh, Andre Agassi used the semi-Western forehand grip. Uh, and then you have other great players like Novak Djokovic, Serena Williams, who used the semi-Western grip. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Interestingly, as I mentioned before, uh, Roger Federer, who is still uh, one of the best in the game today, and hopefully he'll be back on tour soon. Uh, You can tell I I like him, you know, just a little bit. But he uses an Eastern forehand grip, so not everybody is using the semi-Western. And then uh, with Rafael Nadal, as I alluded to earlier as well, he uses he does use a semi western grip, but it's actually more toward the extreme end of the semi western and venturing a little bit into western territory. So I mean that's you know that facilitates uh, a lot of the spin that he gets. But even Nadal, who gets so much spin, he's not using a full western grip. So uh, actually, you know, like I mentioned, I would recommend you use the, the eastern or semi western, just depending on what uh, better suits your game. So you're going to have to experiment a bit and think about that. For the two-handed backhand, it's it's interesting as well. Uh, you've got a, a couple classic combinations. You've got the dominant hand on the continental grip, and then you've got the eastern with the other grip, the other hand, the non-dominant hand. And players that use this are Novak Djokovic and Leighton Hewitt. And then for the continental grip on the dominant hand and the semi-western grip on the the non-dominant hand um, are Rafa Nadal and Maria Sharapova. And then you have this interesting combination where you have an eastern-eastern <laughs> with, with Andre Agassi on his two-handed backhand. Um, for the one-handed backhand, you see a lot of eastern grips. So you see Roger Federer with the eastern grip. You see Stan Wawrinka with an Eastern, although it's kind of between an Eastern and a Continental, uh, which I think they call the the weak Eastern. And then you also, another example would be Justin Hennen, Harden, who uses kind of a modified Eastern grip as well. So with those examples, my grips that I use, I definitely use the Continental grip on the serve and on the volleys. Although, you know, there is some variation that's allowed. I mean, sometimes if I want to hit more of a kick serve, then I shift my 
my uh, my grip a little bit to the left for for righties. So I'm using a little bit more of like even like a eastern backhand grip, uh, and that facilitates uh, the spin on the serve. From a forehand, I use kind of between a semi-western and a western, uh, more like Rafa. Although there are certain days sometimes where I want to hit a little bit flatter, and I'll go back to the semi-western more on that side. And it's interesting with that because I used to use an even more extreme grip, especially when I went into clay court season. Uh, I guess when I had a string of um, clay court tournaments, and also I was practicing at a clay court oriented facility. Hard true, to be honest, the, the green kind. <laughs> so at that point, I was using a, a more extreme grip, but I I did find, especially when I went on the hard courts, that I had trouble with these low balls, and I was missing them quite a bit. And so I, I figured that I had to revert my my grip a little bit more towards uh, the semi western. So I just wanted to bring that up to show that I have had trouble with with the low balls with more slightly more extreme grip than most and also with wide balls you know especially when players serve out wide to me just i guess getting that that uh hitting through the ball when you're stretched out wide is a lot harder um with those more extreme grips and and the fi- i find myself sometimes having to kind of flick the ball upwards kind of like a half buggy whip if you're familiar with that terminology for uh for the forehand Oh yeah, and also my two-handed backhand grip, I use a continental for the dominant hand and then a semi-western for the non-dominant hand, which is a little more spinny than the uh, continental and eastern combination. And, you know, obviously you can see from the, the players that I've listed that the game has shifted from a more flat... Uh, continental and eastern ground stroke type grip to the semi-western grips in the modern game, which can afford you more spin and power. But you can be successful with pretty much any any sort of grip. I mean, there's wide range. All the grips that I mentioned, you can be successful with any one of them. Obviously, if you go outside this sphere, then it's going to be a lot harder. And you know, I repeat this again, but it's really important to make sure that you can use a continental grip on that serve and on those volleys. It just gives you the proper ability to to get that the maximum power and, and the proper racket drop and the proper uh, leverage and wrist angle so that you can hit powerful or you know solid volleys and, and serves rather than uh, hitting these these weak serves and, and volleys. And believe me, I've been there and it's really important to have that continental grip with those shots. So my recommendations for each shot, uh, it's very obvious, serve continental. And uh, I wrote this joke down for you. I like my breakfast, like my serve and volley grips, continental. (laughs) Uh, Well, I don't know if I truly like that, but continental is a very clean breakfast. So anyway, moving on uh, from that fantastic joke to the forehand, I recommend the... So I like the semi-western, but I would totally be fine with you hitting an eastern grip. You know, again, please use these different grips and see what works for your game. Uh, especially if you're more of a flat ball hitter. I mean, the eastern might even be superior for you. But yeah, those two grips are great. For the one-handed backhand, I recommend an eastern grip. For the two-handed backhand, I would go with the 
continental in your non-dominant hand and then the uh, semi-western on the dominant hand. But also with that, an eastern is fine if you want to try that out as well. It's going to be a little flatter. I mean, you can tell the bias from me because I have, uh, you know, more of a a spin-friendly game. So take that with a grain of salt. And then with the backhand slice and the forehand slice too, if you use that shot, continental grip. So yeah, those are my recommendations. And it can be difficult for sure to learn new grips. As I mentioned, you know, it can feel very awkward. And it's also tough too, because if you are playing uh, competitively and you're trying to learn a new grip, it's going to be difficult. You're going to end up reverting to your old grip, especially when you're trying to win. Even when you're trying to just win a practice match, sometimes you'll forget and you'll revert back. So I would avoid playing tournaments. And, you know, right now is really, you know, I don't even want to say a great time because obviously it's a very tough time in the world, but it's a very good time for you to practice your, you know, different things. If you want to make a grip change, now is the time. Um, I'm probably most of you are not playing a lot of competitive tournaments or anything like that, although they are out there and there are USCA leagues out there as well. But um, with a forced break for many of you, I think now is a, a good time, a good opportunity to practice different grips. And also, I, as I mentioned, the on-court, off-court grip aid, I will leave a link for that. And it really, really helps to lock in your grips. So I like that a lot, that tool. So that's really good. And um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, this is a, a shorter episode and I just wanted to kind of give you a, a overview of the, the different grips and kind of different players that use these grips. You can kind of get a sense of uh, the type of players that use certain types of grips. And that can be very helpful. I mean, you know, for example, you've got uh, Nadal on one end, end of the spectrum who has a more spin-friendly game. So his grips are more towards the semi-Western and even slightly Western for the forehand, where you've got players who have a more classic game. Um, so you've got like Federer hitting the the Eastern forehand. So um, yeah, I mean, just with, like with anything, I encourage you to experiment and see what works for you. That's always very important to do. All right, well, Um, With that, I just want to leave you with a quote at the end of the day. I wouldn't maybe (laughs) necessarily apply this to grips, but what makes you different or weird, that's your strength. And this quote is by Meryl Streep, and that is a fantastic quote. Uh, Maybe you have a quirk in your game or something that's very different from others that can often be your strength. But I wouldn't use weird grips outside of what the the grips that I just mentioned for the most part. And the show notes page with the links that I mentioned today will be uh, at tennisfiles.com slash podcast or tennisfiles.com slash 173 for this particular episode. And I would also really appreciate it if you would leave a review for the podcast at Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app that you use to listen to the show. And I've got a lot of great interviews um, and also solo episodes coming up. I know I've got one on the mental game uh, very soon for you all. So that's always um, a very highly underrated area that we need to focus on. So I will 
bring that for you all soon. And yeah, I just hope that you stay safe and keep practicing your game. And like I said, use this time to work on your weaknesses as well as bolster bolster your strengths. <laughs> and I wish you much success. So hope you all have a great month and I will see you on the next episode of the Tennis Files podcast. This is Mirabon signing out. Thanks for listening to the Tennis Files podcast. For more tips to help you improve your tennis game, visit TennisFiles.com.